0: Good evening. A Puritan's Mind brings you the Wild Boar News Podcast from sunny South Florida. Welcome, I'm Dr. Matthew McMahon. This just in. The Good News in South Florida is a magazine that is published by Calvary Chapel of South Florida. Calvary Chapel is a theologically deviant church movement, certainly not a church, though they would like to think so, that was started by Chuck Smith, self-proclaimed pastor, and blatantly purporting the condemned and heretical theological system called Arminianism, wrapped up in the antinomianism of dispensational theology. With such theological systems behind his belt, he has duped and exposed millions of people who are connected with the Calvary movement, and over the last five years, the paper The Good News has become a ministry, or so they say, of Calvary Chapel Fort Lauderdale, of movement in and of itself that has followed the same heretical theology of Smith in much of the megatrends that occur under the watchful eye of their false teacher, Bob Coy. One can find in the good news, newspaper, all manner of charismatic Arminian and dispensational teaching, even teachings that are linked with Mormonism, Jehovah's Witnesses, and other cultic ideas, including the New Age. Though the paper boasts in that the editor-in-chief is, and I quote, God the Father, it seems that the connection to the word of God has all been but lost. They even make mention that their ecumenical newspaper quotes only the New Living Translation of the Bible, which is no translation at all, but really a corruption of the Word of God and a watering down of the essential message of the Scriptures to suit modernism. The good news boasts that it is, quote, not responsible for the practices of any advertiser. This makes collecting funds to keep the paper going to its distribution of 75000 plus easy, since, though... Any ad may be rejected. The good news is not responsible for businesses that may say one thing but devise something else in their day-to-day business. But we do not need poor advertisement to see the heretical theology that the good news purports and distributes. Indeed, all we need to do is read through the front page in their attempts at journalism. We do not even need to read or come into contact with the advertisers to find the propagation of heretical theology. All we need to do is read their headlines and their stories. Headline, May 2006, edition of the Good News. Promise Keepers comes to South Florida. Revival for Men Who Hate Church by Linda Hahn. Hahn says that Promise Keepers is America's largest parachurch men's ministry, and she is right. She says, quote, The organization hopes to meet the needs of men across America, hosting events in 19 cities and reaching 170,000 men for Jesus, while equipping leaders to serve the church body. Its theme this year is, quote, unleashing the raw power of your heart. Even at this turn, does the Christian man see anything wrong with this picture? Where do we turn for good theological news? Well, the good news wants you to turn to their paper that boasts in heretical teaching. What are the front page headlines? Promise Keepers is coming to town to find all the men in South Florida who hate God and don't go to church. Yes, South Florida needs a remedy, but founder Bill McCartney, who is former head football coach of the University of Colorado Boulder, is not the answer, but part of the problem. Christianity does not need a football coach propagating conferences that hold as much theological significance for a Mormon as they do anyone else. Their watered-down attempts at making Christianity fun and relevant have backfired, for God would hold them in judgment for corrupting the true good news of the Scriptures. Rather... South Florida needs true biblical pastors and theologians who know their Bibles well enough to protect their church from the nonsense of the promise-keeper movement that is simply an ecumenical trend to reach men in the nation with an anti-biblical message that draws them in, rather than a biblical message that will press them to sit under godly preaching. Yes, men hate church but they hate church because movements like Promise Keepers are attempting newfangled anti-Christian means to gather men in under the guise of entertainment. They hate church because they hate God. Mr. McCartney, however, has thrilled thousands as coach of the University of Colorado football team, and there he has unleashed the raw power of football athletes. But the gospel is not football. It's not entertainment. It's not a sport. Promise Keepers boasts that they are going to, quote, Unleash the raw power of your heart in this year's conference. Well, according to scripture, men's hearts are wicked. Read Genesis 6.5. If that power is continued to be unleashed, then Promise Keepers is simply aiding and abetting rebellion against God. As a result of the headline article in The Coming of Promise Keepers, the local Calvary Chapel, Fort Lauderdale, is, and I quote, Mobilizing men to gear up for the conference. Should this place us at ease? No. Rather, it should scare us. Following much of the megachurch's movement and assimilation of people, whether they are educated in the things of God or not, or even converted, Curtis Copeland, who is the leader at Calvary Chapel for Lauderdale and one of their men's small groups, says, Yes, there is a global discontentment among men about the overall structure of church. But God is stirring up the hearts of men to serve Him with fierce passion. He is calling them to use their sometimes overlooked talents to focus on pursuing the core purpose of any good man. What is that? Curtis tells us, quote, Deliver the gospel unto the whole world hears. This kind of blatant militancy against the regulative principle of worship and the commands and statutes of God in the Bible are what makes Calvary Chapel grow and what makes their newspaper accommodating to the reader. Certainly, delivering the gospel is a noble effort. But Curtis is deceived. For men who hate church are not those who should go out to bring the gospel. Rather, qualified, trained, and educated pastors that are sent by Christ are the ones commissioned to bring the gospel of peace to the ends of the earth, not men who hate God. When my home church witnesses for the gospel, we tell people that they are depraved, fallen in Adam, and hell-bound, where at any moment God could call them to his throne for judgment unless they repent. As Jonathan Edwards preached, they are hanging by a thread over the pit of hell. And their thread is ready to snap at any moment. God is holy. They are not. They hate church because they hate God, not because they are misunderstood or have overlooked talents that need to be used to make them feel like part of something. God is on his holy throne, and Christ will unleash the wrath of the Lamb upon the hearts minds and souls of those who hate him and the gospel, and will stand in judgment unless God, by his sovereign power, regenerates their heart and plants a new life principle in them. God has promised to save his elect, for he is the great promise keeper himself. How does promise keepers keep men coming to their rallies for a hefty cost? The Good News newspaper says, The Promise Keeper slogan for 2006 sums up the thoughts of many Christian men in South Florida. Quote, It is not learning about how to be a nicer guy. It's about becoming the powerful man God designed you to be. And when the power of God in you is unleashed, the adventure truly begins. One would wonder what it they are speaking about. One would also wonder what Christian men they are speaking about. Do they mean the men who hate church who go to Calvary Chapel small groups? It sounds as though they are writing a promo for a movie trailer. But we must admit, Promise Keepers is right in that men are looking for a new adventure. But they are not looking for God. Either men will turn to God through Christ and realizing their depravity and wickedness if God grants them repentance, or they will turn to Promise Keepers and the theology of the Good News newspaper and the theology of Calvary Chapel, which is really and eternally bad news for them all. This is Dr. Matthew McMahon, signing off.
1: Good night, then, until this same time next week. This Reformation audio track is a production of Stillwater's Revival Books. SWRB makes thousands of classic Reformation resources available, free and for sale, in audio, video, and printed formats. 450 3730, by fax at 780 468 1096, or by mail at 4710 37A Avenue, Edmonton, that's Edmonton, Alberta, abbreviated capital A, capital B, Canada, T6L 3T5. You may also request a free printed catalog. And remember that John Calvin